in today's show. We're looking ahead to Sunday's action in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more odds, lines and props than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So we're streaming in for Sunday. There are 12 games on. You might not be able to stream, but you also might be able to drop someone who helps you in a category that you don't need to grab someone in a category that you do need or someone who is sitting on Sunday in a points league to find someone who might be a great option because of all the rests. Looking at you, Phoenix. And we can have a look at streaming those blokes in. So, warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> so, yeah, as I said, like, Phoenix is where we're looking. Because they are, at this point, resting Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and Jay Crowder. They're all out for Sunday's action against the Thunder. So, there is going to be a stack of blokes whose value increases. We're going to have other injuries, I'm sure, pop up throughout the day. Like, for example, Kyle Kuzma is out again in Washington. No one should be surprised about that. Don't think we're going to get uh, Corey Joseph playing in Detroit. You're not going to have Bagley in there. Um, yeah, Brogdon's not likely to play as per usual. Yeah, Mobley and Allen still remain out. Um, what other random rests are we going to have? I don't think you're going to have the Portland guys playing like Hart or Winslow. They're not going to be there. Um, do you think Darren Fox is playing? I think mainly the, the, the major rest ones at this point are going to be the Suns one, but who knows what's going to creep up. So in a Yahoo Points League, JaVale McGee. Like... Yes, he'll probably split minutes with Bismack Biombo, who can also be a stream. But I think I would lean towards McGee there as the option. The big fella's back. The delicate dancer, Alperen Shengun. It's a delicate dance in just 17 steps. He's available in over 50% of Yahoo's. So he's an option for us, isn't he? He should be starting. He should play 30. Let's go. Pat Beverly. It's always a risk with Pat Beverly. We know that, but he's available and you want to try it. Cam Johnson, maybe with Crowder out. First game back was disappointing in low minutes, but I assume that jumps up in this one. Hartenstein, well, we always want to try that. I know Ty Lue has always got an opportunity to screw us around. And with everyone returning, maybe he plays 15 minutes, but he's still a good option for us. Trey Lyles, Damian Jones, they're no-brainers. They should have been rostered already, but they're not. They're still available. Um, Devin Vassell, Dante DiVincenzo, another really good one. And then Brookie Lopez, who rested last game, should be returning for this one here um, on Sunday for the Bucks. So there's a bunch of guys in Yahoo leagues that you're going to get some value out of. In ESPN leagues, it's pretty similar. Shengun, McGee, Beverly, Lyles, Cam Johnson, Hartenstein. Kevin Love's available in a lot of spots over on ESPN. Maybe he sits. I don't know. It is the second game of a back-to-back. He didn't on the back-to-back earlier this week. Five games in seven nights for Kevin Love would be a big achievement. So we'll see how that goes. Devin Vassell, Damian Jones, and Isaiah Roby, who is playing 30 minutes a night every night, basically. Sure, random stuff can happen at any point. We've seen it multiple times. But with how few players 
they've actually got active, then Roby does, even if it is starting or off the bench or whatever they decide to do, yeah, he is probably still going to have to play 30 minutes a night, basically almost every night, just because of the structure of their uh, of their current roster. The structure of Built Bar is full of deliciousness. Now, that's a terrible segue, but I don't care because Built Bar is unbelievable. It tastes like a candy bar. So instead of reaching for one of those treats, which doesn't do anything good for you, it's full of fat, it's full of sugar, it's super high in calories, reach for a Built Bar. They are high in protein, so when you're working out, they're great as well. Instead of tasting one of those protein bars that we all know tastes like garbage, you can have a Built Bar to help fuel yourself after your performance. But as well as a delicious treat when you're watching your calories, they cover that off as well. Especially their new puffs, which are protein-infused marshmallow. I've got the lemon-dipped cheesecake flavor. It's really, really good. But there's a churro flavor. There's another one which I can't quite remember. And the flavors in their other bars, look for their limited edition ones. I think they're bringing back white chocolate raspberry cheesecake, which is a great flavor. Cookies and cream is the goat. I'm currently going through my box of shamrock-flavored ones. You know what they taste like. So make sure you're checking them out. So go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you will save 15% off your order of Built Bar. Built Bar is built different. Let's go to category leagues. Who can we stream in to try and secure that points category? Well, Landry Shamit. Now, I don't think Landry Shamit's a very good player. I don't think he's a very good fantasy contributor. But with Devin Booker out, he's probably going to start. He's probably going to play 25 to 30 minutes, and he's going to take some shots. And if you're looking for points in threes, He's going to be one of the best options out there. Obi Toppin is in for a pretty good run to the end of the year, I reckon. I don't want to hear any more about Obi-Wan. Julius Randle's season is done, basically. That'll be 30-plus for Toppin most nights, and he's a good scorer. Add him in. Reggie Bullock, yes, it is up and down, and it is frustrating. But he's got the 25-point pop-off potential. He could also score 10 or 8. But I think the minutes and the role are pretty conducive to using him. McGee's an interesting scoring option. Hachimura really picked it up over the last two to three games. And Kuzma's going to remain out. And if you want Hachimura, what you want him for is points. And that's what he's getting. Cameron Payne, a little bit of an increased role, I would think, while Booker is out. Not while he's out, for the one game is out. Corey Kispert, the minutes are there. The shooting's been dreadful, but the minutes are there. Lon Walker, who's been, you know, had some moments at times. Hello. He's had some poor moments at times as well. And there is a bit of a mix between him and Richardson and Vassell and Primo. But he's an option. DiVincenzo, not a bad scoring guy. And Keon Johnson's played decently well some of the time. I know that's damning with faint praise. But there is an opportunity for him. He can occasionally get you 15 or 16. And that's not a bad option to have a look at there. The three-pointers. Shamit and Bullock, the two main ones that stand out to me. Benny McLemore's there as well. But... The minutes can change pretty rapidly with him in Portland. Kispert, theoretically, is a good three-point shooter, but we haven't seen it in practice, but he's going to get those shots. And DiVincenzo is good for two or three triples a game, basically. Gary Bird will be starting with Eric Gordon out in Houston, I would guess. Um, Duncan Robinson with Max Struess questionable again. Robinson, doesn't matter if he comes off the bench, all he's going to do is shoot three, so he can still give you two or three, even in 18 minutes. George Niang's another like 70% attempt rate three-point guy who gets a lot of those shots up. And there is a chance that the Sixers rest uh, Harden and Embiid on Sunday. There is a possibility of that. So watch for um, Niang or Milton or Korkmaz or those guys to jump up. The Duck, Luke Kennard, who's going to be up and down. We've seen massive game, shit game, massive game over his last three. Will it be back to shit? Probably. But at least there's an opportunity for him to be a three-point streamer. And Joshie Richardson, I think, falls into this group as well as a guy whose minutes are fairly solid in that mid to high 20s. And he can hit some threes and get some steals for you. For rebounds, 
We'll go to Phoenix first. Bismack Biombo and JaVale McGee with eight and out. They'll share that load. Maybe They could legitimately both have double-digit rebounds. Picking which one is it going to be the best guy to add is tough because in the past it's been McGee and, the, and other times it's been Biombo. So I can't really nail that down at this stage, but they're both options. Looney's a rebound guy. Obert Toppin is as well. Dan Tice started last game for Boston. Will he do it again? I don't know, but there's an opportunity here for him. And then we go down to some of the lower options like The Undertaker, Dwayne Dedman. The big sneeze, Precious Achua. O'Shea Brissett. Greggy Brown, who started the last couple for Portland. Hasn't really popped off in terms of numbers, but there's something, an option there at least. And Isaiah Jackson, who's back for Indiana, playing off the bench behind Gogo Badadze. It was like a 30 to 16 minute split last game. I don't know whether that is uh, an alignment they want to continue, but there is at least some rebound upside there for Isaiah Jackson. For the assists category, Cameron Payne should get some extra minutes. I like that. Markel Fultz has been a great assist source. The Wizards point guards, is it Ish Smith? Is it Tomas Sadoransky? I've got no idea because they seem to change their mind every single game. But regardless of who starts or who comes off the bench, who plays 30, who plays 18, it seems like they get seven assists each every game. So it doesn't matter. Like you'd love the guy that plays 30. There's just absolutely no way of knowing that before the game. And in general, it has been Sadoransky the vast majority of the time. But you also could get kicked in the teeth and he could play 15 minutes and Smith plays 35 off the bench. And you've got no way of knowing that. So they're both options. DiVincenzo is not a bad assist guy. Trey Jones? Div, uh, Div, DiVincenzo. No, not, he's not him. DeJounte Murray is the bloke who sat out last game with an illness and he's officially questionable for that next game. So if he's out, then Trey Jones really is an assist streamer. If the Warriors do sit blokes on Sunday like I expect with Clay and Porter and Iggy and Draymond, with Steph already out, then maybe Poole sits. I don't know. Chris Chiotz is going to get a, a role and he can get four or five. And I'm telling you, no one will have him rostered. Chris Dunn is a good assist option. Dacian Nix, maybe a 15, 16-minute player in Houston. There might be four or five assists coming his way. He's a pretty good player, I think. I think he's a long-term uh, starter in the NBA. Jordan McLaughlin, always got some assist upside, with uh, especially if players miss and guards miss. And then Sadoransky, who I uh, spoke about already. For the steals category, the Dr. Gary Payton, always a good source there. DiVincenzo, Chrissy Dunn, Joshy Christopher, the man, Jose Alvarado. Now, unfortunately... This team, the Pelicans decided they needed to play Devontae Graham ahead of Alvarado last game, and Alvarado barely played, which is annoying because Alvarado's better. But let's see if they come to their senses and play Jose more. He's still a good steals guy. McLaughlin, Joshy Richardson. Look at all those J's in a row. Josh, Jose, Jordan, and Josh. Joshy Richardson, great steals option. Torian Prince, getting more minutes than Vanderbilt Bar in Minnesota. Isaiah Livers, who, look, let's watch how that goes, but I don't think Bagley plays. He'll be out. Um, Alinek, does he get it run? What do they do with Livers? He played some pretty big minutes last game. And Gary Bird can be a steals guy there for us as well. But really pay attention to see who's in, who's out. And then even in that case, weird stuff can happen. Because we saw last game that Bay and Cunningham and Stewart all played for Detroit. And then six minutes in, they sat them. And you have no way of being able to predict or understand when that's going to happen. Again, do not play fantasy basketball at this point of the year. Do not do it. Watch this show, but don't play fantasy basketball. Um, yeah, Gary, Garrison uh, Matthews is another steel streamer, if I didn't mention him already. But I'm going to mention now Bet Online Because Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. You can find all of the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championships, odds, podcasts, and reviews for all of the different leagues this season. Like right now, over on BetOnline.net, you can check out odds for 
a theoretical Final Four matchup. I know that those Final... Oh, it's not Final Four. The NCAA Championship game. Depending on who's playing in it, they've got the odds up already. Kansas versus North Carolina. Kansas is three and a half point favorite over there. So you can check out how all those matchups might predict over at Bet Online. It's your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in the action. Bet Online is where the game starts. Let's stream in some blocks. JaVale McGee and Bismack Biombo. Again, we spoke about the uncertainty as how the minutes go over there, but both of those guys are going to be options for us. By the way, just as I'm uh, doing this, uh, Trey Mann being ruled out for tomorrow, Wendell Carter out for tomorrow, Jalen Suggs out for tomorrow, Cole Anthony questionable, Franz Wagner questionable. There's no way those guys are playing, by the way. Pokashevsky questionable. I don't think he's going to play either. Blocks, McGee, Biombo, Isaiah Jackson, Nazareth Reed, Dan Gafford, Daniel Tice. Some interesting enough block stream options, I think, available on Sunday. You get down a little bit to Greg Brown, who started a couple of games. Hasn't really brought the blocks, but I think they can come. <clears throat> uh, Grant Williams, Nico Batum, and The Undertaker, Dwayne Dedman. But there are, you know, Dedman and Batum and Grant Williams, they're not great shot blockers. But there is some options there with McGee and Biombo, especially, to get two or three blocks very easily out of those blokes. In terms of field goal percentage, McGee, Dwight Powell, Dan Gafford, really, really strong ones. Gaz Payton, if you're looking for the steals field goal percentage combo. Kevon Looney, Bismack Biombo, Dwight Howard. Howard played 20-plus minutes last game, even with Davis back. There is absolutely zero guarantee that that continues every game, but it was encouraging. Isaiah Jackson, Obert Toppin, and Daniel Tice. And for your free throw percentage, again, some ones that might be a bit iffy, but Josh Richardson I love. Grant Williamson, Williamson? No, Grant Williams. Jermichael Green, and that's iffy. George Hill, Luke Kennard, Damian Lee, assuming there's rests. Uh, Corey Kispert, Jeremy Lamb, what his minutes going to look like. Landry Shamet, a really good free throw guy. And then DJ Augustin, who could play, who could not. They could do dumb shit all the time because they are the Frank Vogel coach, Los Angeles Lakers. And that will do it for me today. No back-to-back stream because there's no games on Monday. The next time a team plays is on Tuesday. So the Sunday, Tuesday is 12 games on both of those days. It's really hard to get value out of a back-to-back to get players that will be available to play and sit in your active roster on those days. It's really tough to do. There is a weekly sh- preview show that's out earlier today. Go check that out, guys. Thanks for... I don't even know what I'm up to. Yeah, that's where I am. Follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you are here on YouTube, thumb it up and leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.